welcome to Chats for You. This is the podcast where I, James, talk to people I like for you, the public. And that is really all it is. I asked some people if I could talk to them, some of them let me, and that is what's about to happen. It's a great premise. In this 29th episode, I talk to comedian Sammy J. And guys, it's the first chat of the fringe. I know it's a big it's a big day that you've all, all been waiting for. It's the first chat that I've done coming to you from the Fringe 2014, Edinburgh, Scotland. But uh, I, I live in Edinburgh, so they've all been coming from there. But now it's the Fringe, so, yep. And this is a very, I very much enjoyed this chat that you're about to hear. And a bit of a backstory, how it came up. I got in touch with Sammy on Facebook uh, last month and asked if he'd be up for spending some of the little time he's in Edinburgh this year with me, a stranger, recording a podcast, rather than catching up with actual friends of his. And it turns out he was up for that. So up for it, in fact, that it happened. And you're about to hear it. Like, any minute now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it in a bit. Calm down. Let's come in. Let's just chill out, guys. Now I'm going to level with you here. There's a bit of background hustle and bustle now and again, which I both deeply and sincerely apologise for. Also, hustle and bustle is very pleasing to see. I had a lovely time saying it just then. If you want to give it a go, you're welcome to give this podcast a little pause. Just have a little try. Or... Uh, I'll even leave a little gap for you right now, just to say hustle and bustle yourself. So um, here's here's the gap. Not not bad, right? It's pretty pretty good. Okay, okay. Here's the chat with Sammy J. So tell me about, about the show last night. What what happened at the show? James, gosh, I don't know whether words can encompass the comedy euphoria that swept through the underbelly last night um, I was intending it just to be a show of uh, songs you know Sammy J turns up and does his thing but it really became I think by about the 17 minute mark it sort of transcended that into something almost spiritual I think um, the whole crowd it was as if I could do no wrong and say no wrong every word I spoke elicited laughter like I'd be leading up to a punchline but it took me several minutes at times just to get through the sentence because every word in its own right was getting a standing ovation and were people crying like, were oh you... naturally yeah I mean there were tears uh, I, we actually had to get mops in at one point um, it sounds like I'm exaggerating but I'm not we actually had to get mops to wipe up the tears not only of laughter but from probably about 20 minutes in people were sobbing at just the thought that the show would end you know they were already yeah, projecting yeah. forward and it was just it was so um, so touching to be involved uh, in fact to have created that entire um, uh, situation for the, for the people of Edinburgh. And it might have been hard because of like, uh, all the mopping going on, but did you like crowd surf or anything like that? Was there any well, yeah, but, activities like that? Look, yeah, what you've done there is you've framed it in such a way, uh, conventionally speaking, that you know a successful gig would result in crowd surfing. James, I crowd surfed into the venue at the very start. I mean, that's the baseline I was working with. You've got to understand, the, the, the fans were so keen to see me that you know when you start a gig with crowd surfing, there's only... The only way is up, and... Um, yeah, well, I mean, we lost a few audience members from the, the water, obviously. There was a few uh, drownings early on. But even they, I sensed in their eyes, as the resuscitation failed, 
a gratitude that their last moments on earth could be spent in my presence. And for that, I remain humbled. That sounds amazing. Mm. When, uh, so when can people next see the show if they're in Edinburgh? No, they can't. Oh. Yeah, no, that was it. I did one show. Oh, God. Yeah, that was it. I came here to do one show and um, I nailed it. So would you say the people that did not come are chumps? Um, Idiots, something like that? I'd say complete and utter fuckheads. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to word Let's it. not mince words. I mean, chumps are the ones who just, you know had a chance to come and then got sidetracked seeing another show or, you know, some sort of respectable reason. Yeah. The ones who just turn their back on it, yeah, they, they're dead to me and they will, they will receive their punishment in the years ahead. I don't want to get too specific, but I've got names and I've got a list and I've got sweet, sweet vengeance on the cards. Can you get a bit more specific? Going to kill every one of them using a meat cleaver. Going to go in just below the abdomen and just I'll, cut I'll look, I'll look for somewhere like in the middle, but... No, no, no. That is exactly, no, no, no. Yeah. That's, uh, that's how okay. I kill. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry if that makes you uncomfortable, James. Um, yeah, just because I've never tried to kill her or a killer that... A, a killer that no. I'm quite excited. You did not. I mean, I shot myself for saying it, you know, because I've only killed um, three or four... Times, but but last night it was a game changer. You know, it was like I said, it was the the best comedy show that's ever happened. I think, and once you accept that, as I have been forced to um, from the critical response, once you accept that, everything changes. We're talking about a new, we're working on a new level now. So, the fact that those who didn't attend will be meat cleavered to death by my own hand—that's a minor aspect of this yeah. entire the, the new paradigm that we're working with. Well, I've, I've not you didn't come to the show, did you, James? No, I didn't. No. Yeah. How do you so? What's okay? I'm really You're looking nervous. About situation now, yeah. Yeah, you should be. Okay. Some. Um, you're going to have to walk a very fine line here to see whether. That is a great thing you just said. Oh, you're the best. You're saying really good things all the time. You're amazing. I'm trying to like get on your good. Are side. you mocking me? I'm trying to get on your good side. Are you mocking me? You don't no. want to mock me. Okay. You don't want to mock me during this podcast, James, because uh, you know what I've I got in my bag. Wikipedia. You don't want to mock. No, <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> uh, so before I was doing a bit of acting, I knew you were only here for one show. Oh, good bit of acting. For hey, me. it was good. I believed you. <laughs> and so you're performing here for just one show, and then flying back home to Australia. When you thought of this idea, was it an immediate yes in your head, or did you weigh up how funny it was with how much it would cost you? Um, well, primarily, money could not have been a consideration, um, patently, because it is a stupid idea to travel so far. Um, I do tend to look at uh, my career in very broad, long terms. Um, I spent four years coming to Edinburgh losing money, and then the following two years I started making money. This year I'm not going to make money, <laughs> but in the long run... Because I wasn't here last year, I thought it was more important that I show my little bird-like face and not be too far out of the out of the circuit, so that I assume I'll make the money back maybe next year when I come back for a full season and people remember who I am. Uh, that's the sort of economics of it for you. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm playing the long game, James. Did you do a sillier answer? Um, I stuck a sausage up my bottom and thought, "Gee, I got to get to Scotland." Nailed it. That's what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> um, how, how funny are you? 
I stuck a sausage up my bottom and thought, I've got to get to Scotland. That is the answer right there. But in your head, how funny do you think you are? Um, I'd say 32% funny, unless I've said something really, really great, and then it, it'll lift itself up to 39%. But I don't have enough confidence to ever think that I could crack the 40% funny mark. I think 60% of the time, at any given moment, I'm not very funny at all. Oh, God. No, but that thought only occurs during the passage of the sausage from the shelf to my rectum. And in that space, James, lies so much grey. So much grey. Oh, yeah. God. I mean, at the point the sausage reaches my bottom, I think I'm pretty good. <laughs> you know, I think I'm yeah. pretty damn funny. Uh, so tell us a bit. You were very recently about to be a tweeter a person who tweets yeah but something happened or allegedly happened i think it actually happened allegedly see here's the thing when i first because i woke up in the morning because of the time difference everything had happened already yep all the stuff and i thought oh that's i thought because if you're if you've been working on this tweet for so long Mm. it feels like to me nothing can live up to that right well do, I need, do your listeners need some context here? Yeah, well, you, yeah, well, well, you've been working on the tweet for how long? I, I joined Twitter in 2011, um, so I've been working on the tweet for three and a half years now, and um, over the time I've sort of been... I, 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 for a while there, I, I did some focus groups back in Melbourne. Uh, I've been sort of plugging it on Facebook and just to discuss what people needed, because I, I didn't want to... Just, I don't want to get involved in the argy-bargy of Twitter. I don't like it. I don't like all the flirting and grandstanding that goes on. So I thought I would just write one tweet that just nailed it and move on with my life. And I finally finished that tweet, I think it was about a month ago, and um, I locked it away to marinate for a month, and then I decided a perfect opportunity to release it in Edinburgh, doing the one show. Um, And so I put it in a box, and (laughs) rather foolishly, on retrospect, took a photo of myself at Dubai Airport holding the box. <laughs> the box has a big sign on it saying, do not open, and I'm Facebooking it like a chump. <laughs> and um, I like, literally just pressed post uh, smugly, and then a guy at Dubai Airport came and had a go at me, and I just wasn't quick. If, I think if, if I'd quickly said like something more convincing than what I did say, it would have been not an issue, but he detected a faint hint whiff of smart astem in me. And I was <laughs> I was hauled to an interview room, um, and it's just being a comedian is mainly great. But when you have to explain to like authorities that you're a comedian, it's never ever going to end well because they just uh, everything I said it made it. They thought I was being a smartass and taking the piss, and then it was just horrible. And I was and anyway, long story short, they took my box from me. They they looked at the tweet inside it, which was written on a little yellow sticky post-it note. <laughs> I'm not, obviously not going to reveal what it says now because it's I, I can't. I'm, I'm, I just got very excited and then very sad. No, 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 no. Sorry, but you'll you'll have to wait. I'm, I'm waiting to get it back. But, <laughs> but it's like you know, I, I crafted this thing so well, and it was just I, I couldn't even do it off the top of my head because it's quite um, there's some fair fairly what I think are fairly genius punctuation jokes within it as well as the words. But um, anyway, it just I think it looked a bit like a terrorist thing. <laughs> When it read out of context in a box that says "Do not open," and they fucking they took it away from me, and I got this form where I have to like um I have to fill out a form to try and claim it back my my uh, seized asset as they call it, 
and it was genuinely heartbreaking. Like, I can appreciate the comedy from an objective point of view, but I actually was going to bring this thing and, and do it, and it ruined the ending of my show. And um, my tweet is now residing in Dubai. So, like I said, I can appreciate it mainly, but I'm actually genuinely yeah. also a, a little bit... I feel like something has been taken from me. Because <laughs> when I was reading it, like... I first thought, well, part of me did think, oh, this is just like a sort of, he's mucking around. Yeah. Because no tweet could, he's never going to release a tweet. I thought that was maybe a part yeah, of Yeah, yeah. But then I seen one of the photos and you got a form, like someone gave you a form and I'm like, this shit is serious. <laughs> yeah. He's got a form. Yeah. Um, you can't make forms. No you can't make, make forms. forms. <laughs> no, I was, uh, uh, like, I'm not normally, also I don't do a lot of sort of, um, my Facebook presence, I try to, uh, not limit, but I try to, respect the fact that people have got their lives and I don't want to be the dick who's always doing updates all the time I sort of do one every couple of days and try and make it relevant and try and make it funny so you know people have a laugh because that's why they're following me but yeah this was like six updates in 20 minutes <laughs> of my life just, just going on what, what's going on um, so yeah I, I don't try and do that very often but I thought in this instance it has people have been supportive there's now a hashtag free the tweet um, <laughs> And, uh, and I, yeah, when I go back to Dubai Airport, I'm, I've got my form. <laughs> I need to go to this. I know exactly where I'm going. There's a fucking counter. And um, it's a bit exciting. It's a bit like a movie now, I don't, but I just don't know how it's going to end. And yeah. if, if I don't get it back, that's a whole different ballgame. I'm sort of... I am working on the assumption, I think, that I will get my tweet back and we yeah. can crack on. Have you got any sort of... What if you have to come up with another? Do you think anything could match what you no, came up with? Nothing. No, no. it was... Like four years in the making, you can't recreate <laughs> yeah. that. I would well, maybe another four years. Maybe another four years, no, but it was. No, the spirit of this thing is just too good. It will be the most retweeted thing in history. Oh, that is. You've, Eventually. You've seen the Ellen Paul, that got a lot. Yeah, I saw Ellen, I saw Barack Obama's one, but that's in the moment in the moment surely it gets a lot of retweets I'm talking about like a 70 year lifespan like I've, a long game like I said yeah. over time I am very confident in the success of this tweet so then people will be emailing each other going do you see this tweet yeah 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 and, but also historically it's going to the story of this tweet will grow anytime anyone sort of cares to look at it they'll go back to the source yeah. material the tweet itself and they will I'll retweet it and if people are at parties they'll be like have you read Sammy yeah have you read the tweet, tweet? And, and, and then they'll just chat for hours maybe hours well let's not be silly like maybe a good 20 minutes alright you know, okay don't be silly don't be silly You're, well, this isn't going to go well oh yeah oh god be silly really it's what, the, what the fans love well, the fans love your fans or my fans? Uh, both, I guess. Well, don't lump them all together. They're all individuals all right, with their okay. own dreams and hopes. Oh, James. this is so hostile. Don't no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not being hostile. Oh. I'm being a little bit hostile. Okay. I don't mean to be hostile. I wonder if anyone watching thinks we're being serious. We should swap fans. You should have my fans and I'll have your fans. I've got, then I've got a lot of fans. You've got my uh, relatives and close friends. <laughs> Hello, Walker family. Lovely to be with you. Let's go for a drive. Oh, by the way, I killed your relative with a meat cleaver because he didn't come to my show. Sorry about that. Good that you said sorry. Now they might, yeah. now they might be fine with it. Um, right, here's... If I was to, let's say, become you, steal mm-hmm. your identity, mm-hmm. um, what would you say are the three things I'd have to get right? In other words, what makes Sammy J Sammy J? <laughs> And I've just got to add, very happy with that question. Never asked anyone else it yet. Damn, I was just about to say, I'm cut for to you every single podcast asking the exact same question. I feel used. I feel like... Never asked that one, brand new. I don't believe you. Really? 
Brand, that's such a good new. question, and it's so it will it will be. I so, might feature it later. Yeah, well, I think you should. Okay, well, in that case, uh, thank you. I'm grateful. You better not be lying to me. Um, what makes me me, and how would you have to recreate those attributes? Okay. Well, let's say three things. Three, three things. things. Well, you would need. Um, it's the bird-like movement. My entire life is really model on on a bird. Okay. No specific bird, but just the jerky nature of my movements, my um, propensity to swivel my head, the sort of angled features and the sharp beak. Um, really, the, if you can master the bird, you can master the jay. One flows from the other. So I don't know if that counts as just one attribute or just infinite. But I'd say that's the first thing is to just get your inner bird, bring it to life. Okay, that's an attribute. Yeah. That's one. Let's say, as you just said that, you're, you you moved your hand in a really fluid, graceful arc. That cannot happen. It needs to be much more really jagged, really jarring, really grating. Oh. But yeah, oh, that was even that was a bit, had a ninja element to it. For people listening, we're moving our arms. Yeah, we are. And um, it's fun. We're, James we're... is not doing it in a bird-like manner, much to my annoyance. But the next point you need to get is um. Uh, oh gosh. Just like the most ridiculously successful um, and boundless sexual appetite for inanimate objects on Cowgate. So it's a very specific yeah. bent, but you, you, there is not one cobble or street sign on Cowgate in Edinburgh that I haven't made love to over the past eight years. Like, I've worked my way along it. How many have you done since you're here? Since it's a short trip? Oh, yeah, it's only short. I've only done, I think, I've fucked, like, three pebbles, I think. <laughs> but, like, uh, yeah, it was, like... I was, I was eating a, a donut kebab at the time, and I was oh, my heart wasn't in it, you know. Right, but yeah, I had yeah. to... Just, I had to do my bit, you know. It's, yeah, it's yeah, become you a tradition. Yeah, you got to do it. You yeah, do yeah. it. So, you, yeah, you'll have to get down there, just take your pants off, and just start shagging the walls of Cowgate in a bird-like fashion. That's the second thing. What is that then? Hmm? Well, what is that then? What is it? In a bird-like fashion, like how would that be? Oh, I'm not going to give. I'm not going to do your homework for you, James. You okay. ask the question. You need to. You need to look into your own soul and, and work that out. Or okay. watch some uh, documentaries. No, sorry, sorry. Just uh, have a wee second to look into my own soul. Yeah. Cool. Go for it. Oh no. No. Don't like it. Don't like it. No. Okay, cool. Oh. Can I leave it? No, you can't. Oh no. Okay. No, you, you ask the question, you must commit. Oh, can I come in my soul, though, and then ask, like, we can continue? I don't... I'm, I'm, I'm starting to cons- worry that you don't have a soul. Oh, shit. No, what let's... Should, how, how, okay. Because this entire time we've been talking, your eyes have had a sort of... Like, I can't see any <laughs> colour... There's no black bit or white bit either. They're just like a glowing purple. Have you, has anyone ever told you that? They're quite luminescent. You get it quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't even, know whether... Even they're... people who I don't know, they're like, oh, your eyes. Your eyes Whoa. are like... Yeah. And they're they're away. Yeah. Or sometimes just disintegrate in a puff of smoke. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's very rude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in a puff of smoke. And until... And, and, and if no one's ever told you this, then you might have been concerned as to why, but people have been disintegrating. But I don't know. I'm just looking... I'm seeing nothing. And I don't know whether that's indication of the biggest soul in the universe you know maybe you are soul personified oh. or just completely lacking in one oh. sure mm-hmm. sure how can we work it out how can we do this well I could run some diagnostics cool question number one good here we go did you come to Sammy J's show last night 
That's no. the truth police arriving in the background. <laughs> but thankfully, you answered correctly. You didn't, and that's why they're now departing. <laughs> you didn't come to my show. Wow. Well, I'm not sure whether that indicates more soul or less soul. Or asshole. Hmm? <laughs> Maybe it's the latter. Maybe it's all the holes. What is every single hole? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so dear. We'll come back to the end. To we'll see come back to discuss. If I've not got us all. Okay, I'm. St- okay, I'm just. I'm judging you at the moment. Okay. For the remainder of our chat, I'm going to be trying to work out whether you have a soul. Okay. And right, so we'll we'll get back to the three things. So you've got a uh, uh, shagging the pebbles. Yep. And uh, like a bird. Like a bird. Like bird-like qualities. What's yep. the third one? Third one. Hmm. What do you think the third one is? Oh, well, no. I mean, you've known me for a little while now. Uh, yep. Also, comment on your Facebook. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. We had a chat on... It began on Facebook, and now we've... we've that was an international friendship, and now it's here in, in Edinburgh. We're in the, physically the same place. Uh, the bird-like thing you can probably observe objectively. I've revealed to you the, the, the Cowgate uh, lovemaking. So, what, what now? Well... You pl- I've, I've seen your I've seen your stuff mm-hmm. and I've watched your videos online mm-hmm. and listened to your albums with, oh thank you uh, Randy as well oh really Have you, would you like one of our albums that'd be nice got one in my bag that's very kind there you go oh thank you very much you're welcome uh, so that is a s- symbol we set this up to show how kind you are yes Plus kindness. Uh, that's the third one. Plus, I didn't sell enough CDs last night, so I'm just trying to get rid of them so I don't bring them back in hand luggage. Oh, you've given CDs out to everyone you pass. Anyone? They've never heard of me. Excuse me. <laughs> now I'm homeless. I ask for change. Take a CD. I don't have a CD player. Well, I'll take a CD. By the way, you look bird-like. Yeah, bird-like. And why are you having sex on the street sign? Uh, so it could be, the third one could be kindness, or oh. you uh, play the piano a lot. Maybe yes. it could be something to do with that. Do you play the piano? I know chords. Yeah. Here's the thing: I know chords, but I don't know like scales and that. So like writing any songs is a pisser. We're not we're not too dissimilar because I I don't read music. Um, mm-hmm. I do know scales, but only you know the eight main ones. Yeah. You know, I don't know anything like fancy. You get Dorian and all that sort of stuff. You know. Oh um, yeah, never even heard of that. None of that. But 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 I just know about the basic. I know. I know if I'm playing in a certain key, I know what other chords go with. Yeah, yeah, key. yeah. But that's it. I just walk around. I work around chords, and that's it. Chords are the building block to all of my songs. Oh. <laughs> and very limited chords, I, I confess. I, I would like to have more chords. Maybe oh, I should yeah. buy some more chords. I'm sure you can get, like, an in-app purchase for that these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, just more... Give me more, more chords. More chords, please. More chords. <laughs> just download. <laughs> I think it's called um, effort and practice, but I don't have time for that. So. <laughs> Just buy some more chords, please. Yeah, so I know chords, but I don't know the scales. So, like, if I ever tried to write a song, I'd try one chord, try another, like, no, give up. That is exactly how I started. Even more than that, when I started, because I'm self-taught, I started learning when I was 16, um, and I sat down at the piano. I literally, this is, it sounds made up, and it's just absolutely not. I remember the exact day. I sat down at the piano with no piano skills, hit a white note, and then with my other finger kept hitting other notes until it sounded okay <laughs> and I wrote my whole first song like there was an, it's almost the most free creative expression I, I've ever done because there was no knowledge or theory yeah. or talent behind it I was just like I wrote a whole song based around which sets of notes would sound okay together and it's quite when I listen back it's quite discordant in a beautiful way because <laughs> it's like watching this spirit just be released yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah you know it, of course, once you then start learning a few chords, it does speed up the creative process somewhat. 
probably have a bit of a better idea though of what you're doing once you know the scales. You probably have a bit. Absolutely, because you go, okay, I'm trying to achieve this sound, so I can go to a minor chord, for example. Are you able to like, uh, if you hear a note in your head, can you then play it? Are you good at that? No, no, I'm not. But I'm, I'm, I'm better at fumbling along. Like if, if you're listening to a song, I could try and work that out. But as soon as it gets out of the main four chords, I'm, I'm stumbling. You know. Yeah. So we'd say, if I was to become you, uh, steal your identity, bird-like uh, qualities, shagging uh, of pebbles. You say that last one with I a feel, hint of I disgust. I feel really weird saying that. Well, I've never said that those words to the air before. You asked the question, and I'm simply giving you the information. And what you do with the information is up to but you. But you seem so confident saying those words, like you do it every day. I, you're the first person I've revealed this to, um, so I haven't said the words out loud every day. But it is, I've done a lot of shagging down on Cowgate. Of inanimate objects, so yeah, I guess as is I say, it like, it's... is it like at night? Because I haven't seen. Is well, it... When is it? Well, Australian time at night, yeah, but that's broad daylight here. So the thing is, in Edinburgh, <coughs> most people don't get up till three o'clock in the afternoon. At least my colleagues don't. So it's mainly just pedestrians and you know workers, shift workers who see me with my pants down, grinding away, yeah. dead-eyed, eating a sandwich from Tesco's or a packet of crisps. Um, you know, and sometimes it'll be just a brief thing. Sometimes it'll could last up a better part of an hour, just depending on whether I've got somewhere to be. Yeah. And the difficulty of the item. I don't know if you've ever tried to not only seduce but then seal the deal uh, with, you know, a um, City of Edinburgh skip. You know, but uh, it's, it's okay. A... Uh, if, I could, if I could just add, uh, I've not. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I was working on a false assumption. Cool, cool. Uh, it was the it was the look in your eyes or the lack of. Oh. Look, I should say. Um, we'll come back to whether I've got sold. Well, we will. But I anyway, like a skip, a big garbage container is a big item, and you've got to get coverage. You can't just find one bit of it and say you're done. You've got to really work your way around the whole the whole item, and yeah. that can take the better part of. In my case, I remember I was there on the job for four hours at one point, thrusting away. I'm, I know that, like. I'm I'm an Edinburgh resident mm. resident. Is that right? And uh, I like it when people come for the fringe. But a lot of people are like, oh, it's so busy and all that. Do you think like these days are like, oh, I hate it when all these pebble fuckers come here. <laughs> well, <laughs> always coming here in August. Always literally coming here in August. Uh, um, look, I I don't like crowds as much as the next person, but I am an exhibitionist. So when I'm making love on the cobbles, I don't mind. I don't remember watching. I've had some, some of my best chats in Edinburgh have been whilst I've been yeah. seducing a this street sign. This is up there, right? Well, yeah, but I'm, but I'm not I'm not on Cowgate at the moment, so I am getting aroused just thinking about <laughs> Cowgate, though. And you got to separate that from you know sexually. It's not a yeah. We're, we're get, right next to a big purple coat as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, I don't get I don't get. There's no gratification that comes. I need to stress point that out because some people would think that I'm down there on Cowgate for some sort of lewd sexual thing and yes it is a sexual act but it's very removed from my emotions and my sexuality you know it's just a it's something I must do I, it's just a yeah it's a business it's a business decision that I must conquer Cowgate sexually and, and as I say there's no emotion involved oh it's just a it's just a part of the job okay let's talk a bit about for a gig let's say you might get a bit nervous that might have happened in the past you might still get a bit nervous when you're getting into your own headspace for the gig uh, in that moment whose headspace would you rather be in 
Like you, you'd then have their confidence and you'd be able to. Oh gosh. Um. I guess the president of the United States. He's pretty confident. He's up there. Yeah. Because because you just it would give you that swagger and that just control. You know, even yeah. if he has a bad day, like for the for the duration of his or her future time in office, when you're the president. No, I'll just say uh, Obama is, has. Oh, yeah, it is. I was just giving him the option. Okay. And that would be a headline, wouldn't yeah. it? <laughs> Not like to define anyone along gender lines, but um, but even the worst day in the job, and when everyone in the world is calling you a lame duck and so on, you're still the, you're still the fucking president, you know, and that would give you surely the fortitude to continue. Yeah. Do you think how would you know when to come out of being in uh, acting like you're in his headspace? Would um, you then start like maybe doing one of his speeches during your stand-up gigs and be like, oh, no, whoa, whoa. Well, actually, this is exactly what I did last night before the show, I have to confess. You know, I said I, I, I crowd-served in, and then it just got better from there. The only reason that was possible is because beforehand I convinced myself I was the President of the United States. I mean, you know, sometimes it's a dangerous tact, but it, it really worked because it, it resulted in... He is regularly crowd-surfing. Yeah. Constantly. Constantly. I'm fed up with it, really. Well, yeah, that's why I thought I'd take a little bit of it for myself. And the crowd were confused initially, because the first ten minutes, uh, as, you, as you just suggested, it was just me addressing the state of the union. Uh, I was just doing, I think, a speech from 2009 from memory. Like, it was thoroughly out of context. But I think that's what led to the, the breakthrough moment when um, the, the tears began and people just jumped on board. So yeah, it was a... A bold decision on my part, but it came through. That's a good word. Bold. Mm. It's very bold. Mm. So, um, what qualities do you think you do share with, with President Obama? All of them, I'd say. I'd say all of them. Obviously, um, different birthplaces. You know, he was born in um, America. I was born uh, in Africa. Um, but beyond that, we. We share everything. Yeah. We share a love of family. We share a love of um, the Western world. And we have a great deal of power at our fingertips. That is, that is good. That, that sounded like one of the speeches I was playing. I, I was channeling him as I said yeah, it, you yeah. know, like I just, my hands gripped together and I looked into the distance. Um, oh, he's a friend of mine, I should also confess, so I, it's, I'm biased when I, when I bring oh, this great. up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course. Um, so now we're going to move on to my trademark question. Oh, here we go. Because I think the only way to get known as an interviewer is not any talent. Just <laughs> just have one question that what? people are like, this guy. This is your catchphrase? Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous now. If I'd done more research, I would have listened to a former podcast and I would be ready for this with a blisteringly, <laughs> devastatingly successful answer. What do you like? I need you to repeat the question. <laughs> what do you like? What do I like? Because I thought you said, what are you like? <laughs> and that's a very sort of UK sort of, you know, question. Uh, what do I like? Yeah. <laughs> it's a very good question. I can see why it's your catchphrase. Yeah. Because it really puts, it puts, the, puts the onus on the subject to really oh yeah so, frame so, the question yeah. however they want to <laughs> whenever people throw it back at me no idea yeah and it's also it's just very little giving me very few parameters within which to answer it's really an yeah. open slate and you're like you can talk about anything you anything like so I you'll want. be happy like it's really in some you'll ways be in a good mood you could argue it's a very lazy question because there's no it's not hard hitting in any way because if I don't you could but 
You don't. No, 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 I'm going to. I'm, okay. going to. I'm going to put that to you. It is the laziest question. But for that reason, it's a brilliant question because you've had the balls to go out there and ask us. What, what do I like? <laughs> I like that question. Oh, that's, that's good. That's it. That question has given me more joy today than any of my traditional pleasures could give me. <laughs> uh, so just that question? That question is what I like. Cool. Um, James Walker's catchphrase. Yeah, that's my catchphrase. So I'm, we're getting near to the end now. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it's quite sad. Quite sad as well. Um, so this is the deepest question of them all. So get ready to go back into your soul, because I don't have one. Okay, you know, no, your soul has left the building. What would you like to ask yourself? Could be like a future you coming back and saying, hey. Mm. Or a younger you coming to see, I don't know. I'd I'd like to ask myself, was it worth it? it. But I need to give that answer some context. Because that question is being asked of me as I sit at the desk in the Oval Office, uh, surrounded by adoring fans, having just achieved 17 years in office with a successful alteration of the Constitution to enable the lovers of me to continue to install me democratically into the position, despite the fact that I'm not an American citizen, (laughs) never have been, but such was the devastating success of my tweet that it really caught fire it caught fire massively and it did change not only the course of history but the course of people you know it really hit people yeah. on two levels both intellectually but emotionally and also changed their genes as well probably. Yeah, absolutely people men were becoming women women were becoming <laughs> men dogs were becoming cats it was a big day and like I said <laughs> earlier <laughs> but it wasn't just one day it was lots of days like oh, okay. I said it was, it was a long game it took several decades but um, eventually there I was I was 88 years old I was in the Oval Office and I asked myself was it worth it and I think the answer was a resounding yes, it was. <laughs> yes, we can. And uh, just at the end, sort of wrap it up. As you were here for such a short time, uh, when you're with me right now, this is a pretty substantial bit of your trip. In, yeah, this is in, like in terms of time. 12% of it. Yeah. So um, will you tell people about me when you get back to Australia? Depends who's asking. And it depends... The question being asked. I mean, I'm not going to arrive and just. No, just like, are you going to? Yeah, because like, I've met this cool guy. Well, no, because you, you, I can't give you any certainty with that, James. Because, are you asking me to tell people? Is that what you're really doing with that question? Or, Maybe. Because just sort of like, if you're meeting up with close friends, like, slip them the link to my podcast. Well, you should have just said it out front. Because if you'd said that initially, if the question had been, "Will you tell people?" As a friend, I would have done that for you, yeah. James. But now I feel like you. You're trying to use me. Now I feel like, you know, you were trying to be sneaky with your soulless little little, little face. You know, will you? It was a very leading question. Even it made... was a joke at heart of it. Oh, no, no, oh, no. And, and it was designed to, you know. <laughs> I, I hoped it would because will you tell people about me? You're shifting this burden of guilt onto me. Like, I felt bad having the answer. There was no good answer. I could have said, yes, I will, but that would have been a lie. I could have said, no, I won't. But, but that would have been just... Look, you've really put me into a terrible headspace. I don't know how we can recover from this. I mean, you... Be Obama. Be Obama. Oh, yeah, I guess. Be Obama. Yeah. He is a friend of mine. But no, we're 
instead of not coming to my show, using up 13% of my entire time in Edinburgh, and then expecting me to go and spread the word of you. You should be spreading the word of me. This is what we're doing, really, isn't it? Yeah. You are actually spreading the word of me. Yeah. The least I could do is spread the word of you. I pledge that I will tell people about you in some form or capacity. At the very least, I will definitely make this podcast public. That's, I'll be doing that anyway. That'll be available all over the world. That's good. Can, well, it's doing better. Tell people it's doing it. better than my tweet, then, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, my tweet that has the capacity, nay, the certainty of changing the world over many decades. Uh, is going to be less known than this chat of ours. Yeah. That's, that's an injustice right there. Unless I have to go somewhere to upload the chat abroad and I put this on a little USB and put it in a box that says do not open and then get to customs and then they take this away as well. Well, that would be... Look, you, we'd both get 24 hours of fame out of that, but it wouldn't be retweeted. You've got to understand, this interview which has been a brilliant one and I think I've had a, a, a ball and I hope you've enjoyed yourself as well oh, yeah but, lovely time and in fact up there with perhaps the best the most enjoyable podcast I've ever done that's very and, no 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 and I'm, I mean that honestly because I don't do many podcasts and, and oh, it's okay. been no 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 and I don't mean that as a no I'm just making the point <laughs> yeah, yeah. the point that I'm making is a, this has been a nut of delight but to think that this would be shared and commented on as much as my tweet, that is a grave error to make. Okay. And and for you and for me, I dare say we step back a little bit and give it a little bit of context. Okay, cool. And just to check back in about the soul thing. So, what do you think? Have I got sort of? Have I got a soul? The tricky thing is, over the last twenty minutes, I've come to the conclusion that you're not a human. Yeah. So what? what that is tricky. Yeah, and it's tricky because the question we ask now is more the, the religious one of, can someone who's not a human have a soul? And I don't know whether we have the time in this podcast to answer that question. Um, and I also don't know which specific uh, species you are. Yeah. I'm still working on that one myself. But doctors don't know. Yeah. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to continue this chat next year. I think when I'm back. Yeah. I think are we you need back to... for a half a day or what? You no, I'd like to come back for a full season next oh, time. Oh, good, good. That's the plan. But <laughs> I, yeah, no, or... I, can't, I can't answer the soul question. All I can yeah. say is, with certainty, you are not human. You are something else. Just can't put my finger on it. But you know, you know, James, what this means. <laughs> you got a big smile on your face. Well, can't work out. All I'm saying is, if you're not human, and you're walking along down on Cowgate, look out! Look out while Sammy J's in town, James. Uh, cool. Well, thank you for doing this. This is. Would you like to say bye to some people? No. Some specific people. No. No. They've, they've listened to you say stuff. Yeah, but that was their fault, wasn't it? Yeah, they chose they, that. They knew the risks, yep. and one of those risks was that I wouldn't say goodbye to them. <laughs> Take that, people. And that's not, the, you know, I'm grateful for their time. If you're listening right now, I thank you very much for your time. But I'm not going to say goodbye, because that would give this some sense of finality and closure, and I don't think that would be uh, hitting the right tone. I think that would be, in fact against the spirit of this entire chat. I think the chat should just finish mid-sentence. That was my chat with Sammy J. Thank you very much to Sammy for giving me some of his time to keep up to date with what he's up to and to find out what becomes of his tweet. You can find him on Facebook, um, which is facebook.com forward slash Sammy J Comedian. Type that in and you'll be there in a second. Depending on how fast you're connection is
Uh, yeah, I should edit. I should, I should edit these more. And just to say at the end, there are loads more of these coming up during the fringe, so you can either see that as a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, I won't say who they're with, but um, it's possible they're one of your favourite people ever, right? That's possible. So I'll check back if you're interested. Um, but you're also you're also very welcome to subscribe to this podcast. But you probably you probably knew that anyway. Well, I hope, hope you do. I hope you think it's all right. Okay. If you like this podcast, you can follow the Twitter account at chats for you. And if inclined to do so, you could also leave a glowing five-star review on the iTunes store to help it get a little bit more attention. But um, nothing less than glowing. So just to make that clear, a glowing five-star review on the iTunes store. Thank you. This podcast was an Imminent Joy production. Visit imminentjoy.com for a bunch of different funny people doing a bunch of different funny things.